Hello, beautiful souls. I hope you guys are doing so well today. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Shamama Way podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in with me, sharing your energy. Time is the real currency, so I appreciate you guys taking your time to tune in and listen. And these shares are an extended version of my guidance and um, just me sharing my knowledge and just me being vulnerable and um, just being myself. So tune into these shares and as an intuitive exercise and just listen to them and be present with them and allow them to take you to the, to the journey that it needs to allow yourself to be activated and look at where you're being activated and also pay attention to any signs omens you know when i'm talking about myself it's not just for me it's for others too so pick up where that's aligning and or resonating um yeah i'm just chilling in water right now so if you guys um hear some water going on that's literally what's going on <laughs> i'm just gonna adjust myself me and the water spirit or like one ah <laughs> uh, so today's share has been um yeah one that i've kind of had multiple analyzations surrounding that and it's surrounding like women and our sisterhood wound and about competition and jealousy and um feeling as if you know we can't trust each other and feeling as if it's like there's this underlying competition and or feeling as if we can't um, shine beside our beautiful sisters. And by sisters, I don't mean just like blood related or even family. I mean, as women, we are sisters, right? We we are part of this beautiful sisterhood, the divine, mm, the empowered feminine I like that word better. We are part of a beautiful collective. So it's like in starting to heal that sisterhood wound, we are empowering all of the feminine energies within us, within the collective to ascent and to not be um, so rooted in trauma. So with that being said, today's episode is about healing the sisterhood wound. So... Um, a while ago, I went to one of my beautiful, um, she has become one of my soul sisters. Um, her name is Misty Shakina Ray. You can check her out on um, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you have. So she's also a beautiful healer. She had a new moon gathering um, quite a, like a while ago, her first one, and I went to it. Um, prior to that, I kind of had like prior to that, I had a sweat and the sweat was crazy because it was it was super long and I haven't been in a sweat in a long time. But when I went to the sweat, it was longer than I expected, but it allowed me to see um, kind of what I was still holding on to in like it's like not allowing myself to fully like surrender to releasing and letting go those parts of myself that I've known for so long but that are not serving me to the highest of light right so with that being said right after the sweat was her 
new and gathering and within that we did some beautiful exercises you know we did some authentic relating and i met an amazing group of women and that kind of just um started like planted the seed in my mind of how much my soul has been you know missing having women um just healthy women in my life or even like women connection but like ones where you can just honor each other hold space for each other where there's no jealousy envy energy competition it's like you guys are truly there for each other and women with the same mindset consciousness right um even though we're all thinking differently and we're all coming from different different aspects of life at the end of the day we're mirrors of each other so like it was great to see like um a bunch of women coming together to just celebrate each other and release what we needed to release and just know that we're not alone out there right so that kind of planted the seed and I was just kind of sitting there like why has there been after that I was like god like I need um like this is kind of what I needed without knowing that I needed it right and it's like how come like just within that new moon ceremony that she had a lot came up um even within my authentic relating it was like the you know we all have this sisterhood wound and I was like wow you know and it was interesting to see it like that because um at the back of my head I truly thought I was the only one feeling it or at least like one of few right I didn't know like all of it like all women carry that and you know when I was chilling in the bath um it was kind of like downloaded into my being that it's not even something that we're in control of I feel like as women we have this um we have this wound without even realizing it you know we have this wound against our sisters without realizing it um and it's kind of embedded within our DNA and our and our and our codes you know whatever makes up our being and it makes sense why society has pinned and has been constantly pinning women against each other. And I'm setting the intention that like no more because we are becoming the awakened and power feminine. And we're moving towards that um, kind of low vibrational timeline. But as women, even when you think you're not like in competition with your sister, you kind of are because it's something that's part of our that's part of our DNA. And I remember I was talking to this with my like um with my friend with misty and she was like yeah like when i tuned into that it was um she she said it was kind of like um adam and eve time so and i'm like okay well that makes sense because if it's like if we're carrying it in our dna and it goes back to that old like yeah it goes back to that old of a time it makes sense why it's almost as if we feel like before you even meet a woman like even you seeing a woman, it's like you're we're already picking her apart or comparing. It's like this underlying competition and jealousy and this envious energy that like even if you can't help it, it's there. And it's and it's and it's not because, you know, we're supposed to be in competition with each other, but it's because it's it's kind of what we've been indoctrinated with, right? And then it takes you 
becoming conscious of that in order to release that. Okay, so with that being said, um, I was even talk. I was talking to my to my friend, and we kind of went back um, to like when we were in like sports together, and I kind of. I didn't realize how much of an impact like this had on my life until she brought it up because because we were in the same team together for like a long time, like like um, I think like three plus years or whatever. So it was it, I, 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 it was kind of like a chapter that I had forgotten about. And I think it's because, you know, for when I used to play volleyball, I wasn't just playing volleyball. I was playing also like competitive volleyball from junior high, like up until high school. And I mean, so it was like six plus years of my life. So for the longest time, I truly believed that um, I was going to become a pro volleyball player. Right. But me and my dad always butted heads (laughs) surrounding that because he never really wanted me to do that. Um, and I understand now, but at the time, um, I was so invested in that. So it's almost like the rejection of that, it kind of made me um, forget about or just put away that chapter of my life once I moved away from it because it was too painful because I feel like I left it um, when I didn't want to. So it was almost like kind of like a closed chapter. But now when I look back at it, it was exactly what I was supposed to do because I can't imagine. (laughs) I can't imagine playing pro volleyball right now. Like it was great at the time when it was a part of my life. But right now it's like, I see why that couldn't be a part of my life, you know? So, um, part of why like this, kind of team thing came up was because, you know, I had this idea, not I had this belief in my head of, oh, well, I can't succeed by myself. Like I need other people to succeed. Right. So it was like, it, at the time it was unlearning that belief and knowing that, you know, me, myself and I, you know, for God, if we create a not even if we're gods and we create our own reality, affirming that. So with that being said, it's like, if that's the, like, with that being the case, it means that it doesn't even matter if I have people backing me up or if it's just me moving into something, it's going to succeed because I'm a god and I'm putting my energy into it. And if it's aligning to the heights of light, then that's exactly what's going to come to fruition. But surrounding that, I kind of realized along my years, I have attracted people um, to kind of just fall in their in their shadow, but not so much in their shadow, but attracted people to help me with certain things. But it has never gone the way that I wanted to. And I kept asking myself, well, why, 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 why? Um, until like one day, you know, like I got a reading from someone and she says, you know, there's like a line break in your path where you are truly doing things alone and you're realizing to bet on yourself. And she said, the best thing I ever did for myself was to bet on myself because nothing can go wrong when you're betting on yourself. But she says, if you're saying no to yourself and you're saying yes to others, 
you're being detrimental to yourself. And that really stuck with me, right? Because it, it, it kind of caused me to look like, well, why can't, why don't I feel like I need others to succeed? And it kind of went back to um, always having people there for me, not saying that's bad, but it's almost as if I was so scared to do things on my own that I relied on others, right? So then I created this false belief that I can be successful by myself. And that's not true. And that even, that even like, even went deeper within like my intuition because in the past, um, I'm like, should I get into this? Or like, yeah, because in the past, you know, I, I got, my intuition, I have been very naive in the past and naive in a way that I saw the world through rose colored glasses, meaning I was living in kind of this bubble that like, there's no way that bad people exist. And there's no way that anybody would think of doing something bad to me because I wouldn't think about it like that. And because of that, that kind of got me in some unfortunate circumstances. Um, one of the, like, yeah, like one of those circumstances was me ended up getting scammed um, out of money, you know, when at the time, um, at the time it was, I mean, not even at the time, still, that was still a lot of money. Like it was like three grand, right? So um, I was, I was young and I was, I think I was like first year of university or like like just like high school or something I think it was first year of university or just finished out of high school but like then that was five six years ago so that that's a lot of money like that was a lot of money back then not saying that it's not right now but like it's a lot of money for being young and being scammed that with that much money right so within that there was like multiple kind of circumstances that kind of happened like that um even small ones, right? Um, and I'll talk about this in another episode, but um, even when I was little, right? Um, just small things that happened where I should have listened to my intuition and I didn't. So because of that, I, you know, like created this belief that, well, if I can't trust my intuition, I need others to help me trust my intuition. So then that's kind of where this belief surrounding I can't trust myself. I need others to succeed. So because of that, of course, that's the reality and the relationships that I created surrounding that. So with that being said, it was like, you know, I even went deeper. And then one of my friends, you know, she was talking about what well, she just brought up our, our volleyball team because I was just explaining to her like kind of what was going on on my mind and stuff. And she was like, well, I don't know about you, but this is what I felt. Right. And it was like, shit like now that you brought that up that makes sense because that was the very very first time that I learned that you need a team of people in order to succeed because sports um if you haven't played force you won't mainly understand but if you have played sports especially as a team it's almost as if your team is your everything. Even though you are an individual, you're not an individual with it without your team. So it's almost as if everything happens as a team. So it's hard for you to identify yourself 
individually outside of your team after you have played a team sport. Therefore, it's, ta- it's hard for you to um, see yourself succeeding without others after you've played a team sport for so long because your whole idea is rooted in I need a team, I need a team, I need a team. Not saying that's bad, right? But we can be successful ourselves and attract the right team, right? With the right reason. But when we're attracting a team with the wrong reasons, then of course the things we're wanting to um, manifest or create, they're not going to align because we're doing that out of the wrong, like out of the wrong beliefs. So adding on to that, when she brought on the team thing, it's also because we were talking about, you know, like, the sisterhood wound and everything. So with that being said, it's she brought up like, you know, and also being part of a team and not just a, not just any team, a team of women. It feels as if even within a team, you were pinned against each other. So what I mean by that is, you know, our volleyball experience was very intense and <laughs> Now that I look back at it, I'm just sitting here like, wow, I have really attracted those not okay. I don't like the word tyrannical, but intense people um, because I love my dad, but he himself, my dad's intense. You know, we grew up very structured um, and even now I'm learning to be more in flow. You know, things don't have to always go according to plan. But now that I'm looking back on like the people that I've attracted, even the teachers and everything, it's like they have been intense, like almost military like. So within our volleyball team, we had practices three plus hours a day. And we were, we were like in junior high, like grade seven, right? Grade seven all the way up until university. And some people are still playing till this day, but I'm, I'm sure it's different. But like from when I was still with the team, it was like from junior high all the way up to, um, to high school and then first year university, but it was three plus hours of practice, no breaks. Um, And when I mean no breaks, I mean the only days we had off was Christmas day. We were practicing Christmas Eve, Boxing Day, New Year's Eve, like we had no, our life was revolved around volleyball. So much so that our coach like didn't even want us participating in other sports because it was a distraction right um we also couldn't have boyfriends because that was a distraction we can do certain activities like um yoga because that made us too relaxed so it was very very um structured like but it was intense and as a group of young women growing up that's very intense for our bodies, for our ner- nervous system, because that's an excess amount of masculine energy, which makes sense because <laughs> our coaches were males. Um, and so touching on that, like, like building on that, within the team, our coach was also, now that I'm thinking back, and I love him, you know, um, whoever listens to this podcast if you don't know who it is, you won't know. But if you know who it is, you'll know, you know, but I'm not going to like say any names. But looking back on it, like our coach was verbally abusive. And um, in a way, like he was doing it because he genuinely believed that that was helping us succeed. And that was that was what we needed to hear. 
So it would be like name callings, right? And so the first thing, you know, my name throughout, yeah, the volleyball team was brain dead. So for the longest time, like up until university, I truly didn't believe I was smart because of, because I just associated myself and my brain with being brain dead, right? And obviously you can tell, you can kind of imagine if someone's brain dead, they, they lack function, they, they're, they're dumb, right? So then it's almost like um, created in this reality about not being smart. So that's one, but like we all had different nicknames and they were not, they were not nice nicknames for the most part. And even when during the team, you know, when we were playing, when we messed up, we even got even worse nicknames, right? Because he was upset. So with that in mind, as a team, when we used to fuck up, you know, we all were punished. And when one person was doing good, you know, we were pinned against each other. So if one person's doing bad, we're all punished. If one person's doing good and the others are not, um, they're, everybody is pinned against that one person. So it's almost like if one person is having a supreme, amazing practice, it's like, oh, why aren't you guys being like her? So then right away, what happens is as women, you know, thinking like subconsciously, we don't even know we're carrying this, um, yeah, this kind of like competitive energies with our sisters. Again, that's amplified with, oh, why aren't you like her? So then that amplifies that because it's like, oh, now I'm in competition with her because it's like, oh, why am I not like her? Why am I not playing like this? Why am I not hitting the ball like this? Why am I not passing, setting, you know, um, blocking like this and everything, right? So it's like you, you, right away you're pinned against each other and you can't even be happy for your sister because you are in your head about why you're not like her. So that automatically creates a competition. When somebody is having an awful practice, we are suffering the consequences with that, whether it was physical line touches, circuits, um, exercises, um, uh, what do you call those? I, th I think they were like, not suicide lines or surrender lines or whatever line touches, but there was another word for that. Um, and so with that, it's like, even at our worst days, we can't, as women, we couldn't even hold space for each other to be like, it's okay. If you're having a bad practice, we automatically were low-key hating on that person because we were suffering. And it's like, well, I'm not having a shitty job. Why should I suffer? Right? So, from that dynamic, it's like we already were pinned against each other as women, even, even in a team function. And looking at that, I was like, whoa, okay, that makes sense. You know, and this is why it's like, okay, well, I'm, I can't do anything without a team because that's all I knew. That was a huge chapter of my life. Um, and also it makes sense why it's like it was uncomfortable being around women because it's like, well, we're in competition, even though like we're supposed to be a team, it's like, watch out for her or all these things is these underlying false beliefs were um, indoctrinated into us without even us knowing. 
And, you know, as women, I think it's, it's important. I know I think. I know it's important for us to know that our sisters are not our competition. We can all shine. We can all be stars. Um, there's, and the visual, the visual they showed me was there's not just one star in the sky shining. There's multiple stars in the sky. That's what illuminates the sky, right? It's like we need to get out of this mentality that it's me against this other person or let's say this other women and there can only be one you know, a superior women. We are all superior. We're all amazing. We're all divine. We're all empowered. And it's, and it's so important for us to heal that sisterhood wound and to start trusting each other as women, because it's been so long that we have been pinned against each other and we need to start understanding and learning about each other instead of immediately judging or, um, being envious or jealous of another woman just because they are projecting or not projecting just because they're activating a part of ourselves that we haven't accepted yet, you know? So with like, without being sad, it's almost as if, you know, we need to know that just because someone, and you know, you're going to meet multiple women. I mean, you're going to meet multiple women in your lifetime that are doing the same thing that you're doing. And some might do it better, some might do it not, some might do it differently. But it's knowing that even if you guys are making the same fried chicken recipe, it's going to taste different, you know? And it's this idea of they used, they, they gave me the recipe analogy because I always cook, like your girl is a whole ass chef. So I love it when they give me recipe analogies because they're like, yeah, she's going she's gonna to understand this. And I do. So it's like they gave me, they give me a recipe, right? It's like I create a recipe or someone creates a recipe. How I make it is going to taste completely different than what, how someone else makes it. And I even got confirmation of that in high school because I took food classes. And I mean, you know, in food classes, we're all working off the same recipes, but all the recipes turn out differently, taste differently. It's all different. And that's kind of the same with women. Just because we're doing the same thing doesn't mean that someone is stealing our shine. You know, they're allowed to do the same thing and us do that exact, that exact same thing. And both of us shine in our own ways because we are not in competition with each other. We are here to be in our own lane, you know, and we are here to shine by ourselves. We, they have their own special powers, which is being them. And we also have our special powers, which is being us. And when we recognize that, it's like we, it's, it allows you to start feeling less threatened by other women because you know that there's no way another person, even a woman, even a man, there's no way that another person can do things how you do. They're not coded like you are. They're not genetically wired like you are. They are not your being. They are not you. They are them. And because of that, you know, the imprint and the radical action and how they exercise certain things is never going to look the same as yours. And even if it does, 
it doesn't mean that they are it doesn't mean that you guys are in competition you're you're not in competition with your sisters you're not in competition with other women you know it, it that's 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 a false belief because we are supposed to each shine in our own lane and come together as one and recognize the different powers and abilities and the special skills that each of us have i have met Look, I've met a few tarot readers, healers, medicine women, coaches, you know, even people that dance and all these things. And just because they're doing all the things that I'm doing doesn't mean that all of a sudden it has to be a competition. And, you know, and I understand I'm hearing to say I understand that, like, sometimes people are genuinely copying you. But that has nothing to do with you. Like that definitely needs to be illuminated. But that has nothing to do with you. Because if they're copying you. Then they are not being truthful to their um, organic genetic coding. And their special skill. So as much as they can try and copy you. They can't create the same recipe. Because you got the secret sauce baby. And the secret sauce is being used. So um, even if people are copying us. It's almost like getting away from that competitive energy and just knowing that they're just operating from a space of I don't I don't want to use the word low vibration but they're just they're operating from the perception that they can from 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 a space where they can right now and the space that they can right now is to copy but um what you can do is shine light on it and then not pay no mind to it because at the end of the day, if you've created something, whether someone copies it or not, it's never going to be what you did. So it's just grounding in the fact that as women, as ourselves, as we are individually, we are it. We are the moment. That's all we need to be. We just need to be us and putting us and being true to us and showing the real parts of ourselves and exercising our energies in the highest of light in everything that we do that is what makes things different not the fact that nobody else is doing it you know we can have we can stand beside our sisters we can stand beside multiple women and be doing the exact same thing or not but we can even stand beside women and shine and you know honor each single one of us and just because someone is being honored doesn't mean that that makes you less of a woman, of a person. You know, it's just holding space for that person that's being recognized. And when it's your turn, you will be. So I invite you to look at how your sisterhood wound has affected you um, and what you can do to shift that, right? Is it maybe having more vulnerable conversations with your mom, more vulnerable conversations with your sisters, with your friends, um, even you, are you being, um, I don't want to use the word toxic. Let's find another, let's find another word, um, spirit. Are you being a closed minded feminine? Ooh, thank you, spirit. Ashe. Ooh, let's ground that in. Okay. Are you being a closed minded feminine? Because if you're closed minded, then you're not thinking quantumly. If you're closed-minded, then you're approaching everything as a competition, as as jealous, as there can only be one, you know, and you're approaching everything as if 
um, you're, you're in survival mode and, but like as a quantum and healed women and a healed feminine, you are celebrating your sisters no matter where they're at and you're celebrating every woman surrounding you and you want to see them succeed. You're celebrating their wins even if you don't know them. You know, if you see something, um, if you see something from someone else that is making you feel some type of way jealous, invite that in. Think it because jealousy, jealousy, don't feel bad. Like, don't feel bad about feeling jealous. It's all about how you approach the energy of jealousy. Jealousy is a normal human emotion because if like if we decode the energy of jealousy, when we are jealous of somebody, it is showing us parts of ourselves that we haven't accepted. And it's also showing us what could be. So it's not even... It's not even just jealousy when we are like, oh, I wish I want that. When we're finding ourselves even admiring other people, that's a call. That's an invitation for us to see that and know that just because our very physical eyes are seeing it, knowing that the universe is showing us that too can be possible for us. So it's saying thank you and being like, I love this for you. Thank you for showing me that I can also have that. Now I'm just going to call in that into my life however that would look like into my life but i'm not three 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 confirmation i accept the download spirit supporting the message ascended masters let's go um and it's 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 knowing that when it comes to you it is coming to you for you but it's not taking away from what someone else's has you know so if you're finding yourself jealous of somebody try and try and not try we're going to reward that when you and if you are finding yourself jealous of someone, go in and ask yourself, what is it showing me that I can't have, but I don't have? What do I need to call in? Right. And then you honor that person where they are at and you think their spirit team or even themselves it doesn't have to be physically, you know, it can even be like energetically like, wow, thank you. You know, thank you um, for showing me this. And then you're like, okay, so this is what I don't have that I want. So now I want to call this in. Right. And it's just honoring that that person deserves it. Because if we can't celebrate other people's wins, how can we expect others to celebrate our wins? Or how can even how can we even celebrate our own wins? Just because, you know, we don't know what people go through and stuff. So being envious and jealous in a negative way and even competitive in a negative way is not serving anybody because whatever people have in their lives, um, when it comes to good karma and things going right, you know, that is because they earned it and they deserved it. And they, And sometimes who gives a shit if they did anything to deserve it you know they deserve it because they're just them right but you can deserve things too because you're you so it, again it's just unlearning that so like i was saying how is how can you look at your sisterhood wound and try to shift that because as women we are powerful we are the women we are here we are the women, we are the, the moment, we are the healers, we are the medicine women, we are the witches, the shamans, 
okay, the mediums, etc., etc. We are here to bring balance back to the collective, back to the energy. So we can't do that if we are in competition with each other. Because at the end of the day, if we are all mirrors of each other, then we're really in competition with ourselves. How can you move forward if you're always in competition with yourself? Ah, oh, sit on that. <laughs> so um, with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to the share. I hope this kind of sparked you up a little bit. Um, and also made you realize that if you're feeling, you know, some type of way about, you know, the women in your life or even yourself or where you're at, you're not a bad person, right? Um, and those emotions are, are valid. It's just shifting that, creating a different perception and just reality surrounding that. Okay. So I'm sending you guys tons of love, an abundance amount of light, and so many positive vibes. I will catch you guys on the next share. Um, you can follow me on all my platforms at Shamama Colleen for the most part. If you're wanting a tarot reading, the link to that will be in my bio. Same with um, a healing coaching guided section. The, work, the, um, the link to that will also be in my bio. Okay, I will catch you guys on the next share. Bye.